Seamus, The Case of the Thieves and Brigands, Part 5, Gentrification, is based on the book The Great Taxicab Robbery by James H. Collins. From the pictures Mrs. Fisher gave me, I wasn't expecting to go into one of those flashy joints that had a bouncer out front keeping undesirables out. I wasn't disappointed. Some of the faded glitz was hanging on. It might have been a hot spot attracting early 20s crowd 10 years ago. There was a small empty stage with DJ's equipment and an equally vacant dance floor. There were lots of neon lights scattered around reflecting off the metal and mirrors. The denizens I observed when I walked into the place were in their late 30s or early 40s. Most of the women in the joint hadn't got the memo that spandex was a privilege, not a right. Even the waitresses were showing some age. I rechecked the photo. The woman at the table with Kevin was a looker and didn't belong in this hangout. The picture didn't look to me like Kevin was having a romantic interlude with the woman. I sat at the bar and waited for the bartender to make her way down to me. The name tag said Tori. You're new here. What can I get you? Got anything that's not watered down? The bartender raised her eyebrows. Uh Uh-huh. You want anything specific? Scotch. Let me guess. You have that look. You want it straight up, not on the rocks. You guessed right. When she brought it back, I showed her the picture. You remember this guy was in last night? Nope. Wasn't working last night. She looked around the room. Most of the wait staff was. You could ask them. He owe you money or something? Yeah, something like that. I paid for the drink. Okay if I ask them? Don't spook the clientele. She frowned at me. You're decent looking, so I'm going to do you a favor. Go sit at that table by the wall, and I'll send a few of them over. You can ask your questions and make it look like you're just a customer. I picked up my drink and moved to the table. In a few minutes, a waitress sauntered over and sat in the chair next to me. Her name tag said Gretchen. Tori said you have a picture to show me of a guy from last night. I slid the photo over. She pulled it to her. You remember the guy in the green striped shirt? No, can't say I remember him. Doesn't look like much. Tori said he owed you money. Did she? Why don't you just take him to court? Looking at him, he doesn't look like he could owe you much. She peered at the photograph again. You do this job long enough, and you get good at seeing who the good tipper is and who isn't. This guy isn't a good tipper. I'm glad he wasn't sitting in my section. Gretchen picked up the photograph and handed it back to me. She held on to it when I tried to take it from her. Are you a good tipper? I smiled and tugged the photograph from her. Tori said I shouldn't spook the customers. She bit her bottom lip. She turned to walk away and turned back with a contemplative look on her face. Spooked isn't the word I would use. It was nearly five minutes before the next waitress approached. She looked a lot older than most of the waitresses. She looked like she had a good ten years on me. She wasn't wearing the fake eyelashes or heavy black liner the rest of the waitresses were wearing. She also wasn't showing as much skin. Her name tag said Lena. She was carrying a glass of scotch. Tori said this over. She said it's on the house because you're such a nice guy. She said you have a picture? I pushed the photograph at her. I remember him. In fact, I remember all of them. It was a group of five. Four guys and a woman. They stiffed me on the tip. Can you tell me if you thought the woman and the guy in the green striped shirt were an item? You made a couple? 
No. No one at that table behaved like they were romantically involved? No. They were talking business. A guy with a girl would have tipped me. Lena had my attention. You hear what business they were talking about? No. They kept shutting up when I came around, like they were keeping some big, hairy secret. Like I care. All I want is that tip. I've got to find another line of work. How do you know they were talking business? I started paying closer attention because they were going all conspiratorial on me. I mean, you do, don't you? When someone starts doing that hush-hush stuff around you, you want to know what they're talking about. I heard enough to know that they were talking business, but not enough to know what kind of business it was. It didn't have anything to do with romance. In fact, the woman left with two of the other guys. The guy in the green stripes left by himself. You didn't get any names, did you? Yeah, Skinflint, Tightwad, Piker. They kept asking for bowls of free snacks and ordering cheap drinks. Waste of my time. They paid in cash. You're not here because he owes you money, are you? I lean back in my chair. No, that's not why you're here. She looked at the picture one more time and shoved it back across the table at me and grinned. You can tell his wife that Green Stripes wasn't cheating on her. You're not the only one in this joint tonight that's good at investigation. I opened my wallet and handed her some cash and a business card. Here's for the drink. Take the rest for your tip. Thanks. That's very generous. Mr. Hunter James, private investigator? Call me if you remember anything else. Can I call you if I don't remember anything else? Sure. I charge $35 an hour. I got to the mini mall early before most of the shops were open. I wanted to see what the usual routine was. Delivery trucks came and went and employees arrived. The business started for the day. Wings had been here watching the area for Cassis and he had been beaten up. No one knew why the homeless guy was there. I'm pretty sure everyone here knew about the carjacking. I decided to continue to use the story that I was looking for an office space. I was checking out this mini-mall for potential offices. One end of the strip was anchored by a large vacant storefront. Two more of the smaller spaces were also empty. I started with a dog groomer. When I walked in, the guy at the counter looked for my dog. You picking up? No, I was wondering if you saw or heard anything about the carjacking in the alley. Man, I didn't know about that until the EMTs arrived and the dog started going crazy. I stepped out back to check out what all the excitement was about, but I didn't see anything. Police came along later and asked me the same questions you are. You the police? No, I was here checking out the storefronts for an office, and I found them when I was looking at the alley. You're the guy that found them. Yeah, not so good a recommendation for an office location. So you're looking to lease a spot in this dump? I swear, the corporation that owns it is trying to get rid of us. They probably want to gentrify the location. They haven't tried to fill the empty spaces. They don't fix anything. Anang at the Thai place said they're talking about raising the rent. I've been looking to move out of here to someplace in a better location. The rent thing has me ramped up on my search. People who use dog groomers don't like to come to run down neighborhoods like this one. You get a lot of crime and unsavory types here? 
<laughs> Not yet. At least we don't have ambulance chasers moving in. That would ruin the neighborhood. You, you ain't a lawyer, are you? I moved on to the beauty supply store. The clerk behind the counter glanced up and went back to swiping her phone. I wandered around the store, made certain no one else was there, and I approached the counter. Excuse me, miss. My name is Hunter James. I have some questions about this mall. I just work here. I don't know anything about the mall. I'm checking it out as a possible location for my office. I'm a little worried about the carjacking in the alleyway. You have a lot of criminal types around here? Carjacking was pretty cool. My Insta blew right up. We don't get a lot of excitement around here. This place is dead. Sometimes we get deliveries. The roof guys have the alleyway blocked off like they own it. Like they think it's their private racetrack or something. The delivery guy told the boss they won't make deliveries next time it happens. The boss told him to park right out front and bring it right in the front door. You got pictures of the carjacking? Damn skippy I did. What kind of office are you opening? I'm a consultant. Mind if I check your Instagram account? She gave me the information on her account and I left. She was back swiping on the phone before I got to the door. I walked through the laundromat. It was hot and had big industrial fans going everywhere. It smelled of Tide and spot remover. A couple of folks with sunburned skin and the slightly overweight look of tourists were watching a dryer. There wasn't anyone in sight that would know anything. I decided to grab something to eat. I looked at the menu posted outside the Thai place, opened the door and walked in. The smells pulled me in. The place was unexpectedly clean, full of customers and somewhat chaotic. As busy as they were, I would have to return later to ask questions. I ate my Pat Thai spring roll, satsy, and drank my iced tea. I stretched out my neck and relaxed. I stopped in to question a couple of more shop owners and got the same story. Hated remote owners. The neighborhood was crummy, the rent was too high, and there were warnings not to open a shop here. A lot of interest in the recent carjacking. So far, I hadn't gotten any clues from anyone about suspicious activity for Cassis. I made a show appearing in the windows of the empty stores and writing down the number for more information on the lease. Excuse me, mister. Ira down at the dog groom has told me you were thinking of moving in here. Don't do it. Thank you, but why not? This is not a good place. You couldn't know, but the owners are terrible people. And they'll raise your rent again. I think they want us all out of here, so they'll probably won't rent you anyway. And then there's the raceway behind us. The alleyway behind us was where they found those men from the carjacking. Cars run up and down there like they're stock car drivers. You have to be careful when you're taking out the trash because you might get run over. And the roofing company blocks the alleyway so no delivery trucks can get through. If you need deliveries of anything, then you really don't need to be here. I've just signed a new lease in a better location. I'm moving in six weeks. A couple other people mentioned the delivery issue. Does anyone know who the people speeding through the alley are? No, they started racing a couple of months ago. They've been pretty quiet lately. Maybe the police are finally doing something about it. We've complained enough. You get in a neighborhood like this and you get ignored. The roofing company still hogs the alleyway. I don't think we'll ever get that to stop. Thank you for listening to Seamus. If you liked this episode of Seamus, please leave a review and tell your friends. Seamus, The Case of the Thieves and Brigands, Part 5, 
Gentrification is based on the book The Great Taxicab Robbery by James H. Collins. Hunter James was played by Tom Hinton. Tori McCarthy, the nightclub bartender, was played by Sue Green. Gretchen Becker, a nightclub waitress, was played by Marsha Hinton. Lena Duckett, a nightclub waitress, was played by Beth Rowe. Ira Case, the dog groomer, was played by Tom Hinton. Aveline Bran, the beauty supply clerk, was played by Caddy Sharp. Anon Kittisak, the Thai place owner, was played by Jean Phillips. I'm Leslie Woodroff. This episode of Seamus was written by Max Rees and directed by Tom Hinton. Seamus is a New Meadows Media production. All rights reserved.